When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Hey, happy holidays from uh, all of us here at Talking Real Money. I'm Tom Cock. Don McDonald has the day, kind of the day off, called us last hour. Let's hope he doesn't repeat that with a different name since it took me about three minutes to figure out that it was him. So, but you're out there, you know, doing all the things today that maybe you wanted to do yesterday because basically you were immobile. Uh, wow, what a very strange day for seattle to have an ice storm like that that uh, really literally shut every single thing down buses airports uh very unusual so um here we are at live that's right the 24th of december 2022 talking about money and the program is about you so ring me up 855-935-8255 that's 855-935-8255 as Don said, the bribe remains in effect. I will send a uh, Talking Real Money t-shirt to you if you call and ask a question. So please do that. Uh, again, 855-935-TALK. And I always find these things fascinating when they do surveys of investors and ask them specific questions about money. And this one was about fees. They asked people, "What do you? how much are you paying in fees? And uh, astoundingly, one out of five people they surveyed said they don't pay fees. Now, I know it's confusing uh, when the financial services industry, because unless you go look for what you're paying, you may think you're getting it for free, which unless you're just buying a few stocks on your own, you most decidedly are not. Anything else you are doing is costing you something. If you're buying mutual funds on your own, the fee of the mutual fund. And if you're buying them from somebody else, perhaps there's a commission involved. And even if they tell you there's no commission involved, there could be a back-end commission where they mislead you as to the fees you're paying. If you buy an exchange-traded fund, yeah, the management of that fee cost or the management of that fund costs something. If you have an advisor that's helping you, yep, you're paying them something. If you're in a 401k, Mm-hmm. The, the, there's third-party administration cost. There may be a cost to the people managing the funds. There's certainly a cost to the funds that you hold there. And most of this is very hard to figure out. So I'm not picking on those of you who, the, the one out of five, the, more than one out of five, 21% who say they don't think they pay anything. But to all of you, I'm saying this is something you need to be paying better attention to. And let's just, for example, talk about mutual funds and exchange-traded funds, which are very similar, other the real difference, other than some, the ways they're handled from a tax standpoint, is the fact that, uh, that ETFs basically now trade free, and mutual funds, there's generally a cost, not always, generally a cost to trade them, and the, uh, of course, exchange-traded funds you can trade anytime during the day. Mutual funds only trade once. But according to this article, investors paid an average 
1% fee for mutual fund and exchange-traded funds in 2021. That fee is known as the expense ratio. That's the internal operation of the fund. What you got to pay the manager, what you got to pay the accountants, the company that owns it, et cetera, et cetera. And by the way, that's a little higher than I'd like to see you paying. Yeah, I'd rather see you paying less than that. I mean, you can get into some some of these funds now, some of these globally diversified funds for even, you know, 0.04 or so. I mean, they're very, very inexpensive. And the fees can have a big impact on your old long-term return. Remember, generally, the less you pay somebody, the more you end up with. Now, many of us need help. I have an advisor. My friend Paul Merriman has an advisor uh, because we want a plan, because we want somebody to keep us on track, because we want somebody who's paying attention to these matters that I always don't about my own money. Um, But even in this article, it points out that it, it, it says this. I think it's slightly misleading. IRA investments typically carry higher fees than those in 401k plans. Is it cheaper to have your money in a 401k than an IRA? Not necessarily. Because in a 401k, I just mentioned, you've got the the third-party administrator, the person keeping track of all the books. You generally have somebody who's the manager of the plan. That There's a cost to that. Then there's the cost of the funds. And oftentimes, we see funds that are over 1% expense ratio. So when you add them all up, it could be 2 or 3%. And again, it's very, very hard to find. You got to know this, though. So, um, And if you're paying an advisor, we've talked about this before, I hate to see you pay more than 1% a year. I don't think you need to in today's world. And I think at 1%, you should get more than just building a portfolio you should get financial planning you should get tax planning in some cases tax returns it should be pretty inclusive at one percent in today's world so pay attention to those fees which they point out in the article have come down but still if you're not paying attention you could be paying too much 855-935-8255 we'll be right back do you suffer from hodgepodgeitis? I'm Don McDonald, and hodgepodgeitis is a disease of your investment portfolio whose symptoms include lots of stocks, loads of random loaded mutual funds, and maybe an annuity or two. Most who suffer from hodgepodgeitis dread opening their quarterly portfolio statements. They feel lost and confused. Investing seems overwhelming and the financial future uncertain. If you believe you suffer from hodgepodgeitis, see a 100% fiduciary investment advisor immediately. A proper diagnosis is the first step to creating a portfolio with a purpose based on a personal plan. Start on the road to recovery now by scheduling a free meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. There is no cost, obligation, or high-pressure sales pitch. Take the first step at TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Hodgepodgeitis is not a real disease, but treating it has been shown to improve mood, reduce fear, and even lead to a brighter financial future. Results may vary. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey, thanks for being part of the show. Tom Cock here, Don McDonald, with kind of the week off, although we checked in last hour to make sure I was here. But uh, you're out there with whatever money-related questions you have, and I'd love to talk to you about them. 855-935-TALK. And as we mentioned earlier, uh, we're giving you out a T-shirt to anyone, a Talking Real Money T-shirt, not just any T-shirt, Talking Real Money T-shirt to anyone who calls today. And Rick is one of those people. 
who now joins us here on Talking Real Money. Hi, Rick. Hi, Tom. How are you today? Doing very well. I'm a longtime listener and client of yours. Indeed you are. Because I heard you were going to be alone today, so I just want to make sure you aren't lonely there. (laughs) Well, I'm not lonely. Spending Christmas Eve all by yourself. (laughs) That's not happening. In fact, uh, you know, I know you live in the Southwest, so you didn't see this yesterday, but Seattle had... I'm going to say the worst ice storm that in all my years of living here, which goes back many decades, uh, which really shut the whole city down. So everything that we had planned for yesterday has to be today, and we're leaving town tomorrow. So it's oh my. I'm not I'm not alone, and I'm not alone in having to get everything done today that was supposed to be done yesterday. So uh, at any rate, uh, no, I appreciate the call. Do you have a Do you have a question for me today? You're You're pretty smart on all this stuff, so I don't know if I can answer it or not. No specific question, just calling to say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and thank you for all that you and Don do. You guys uh, do a great service, so we're indebted to you. That is very kind, and I will tell you this now, that I will be in the Southwest in April, and I will look forward to seeing you and uh, catching up again. Rick, thank you for your call. Let's uh, stay on the phones and go to Janet, who joins us here on Talking Real Money. Hi, Janet. Hi, Tom. How we doing? Well, I'm fine, except for yesterday was pure hell, and I know why you're on the air today, because <laughs> you wanted to have an excuse not to do all the stuff you were supposed to be doing. <laughs> wow, you are, that is very intuitive. I have not heard that here at home yet, but I'm sure that's coming anytime soon. I've got so. five brothers, so I know how you guys work. <laughs> yeah, someone was just uh, by here a moment ago saying something about delivering the cookies, cooking everything for later today when everyone shows up, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm gonna be, I'll be trying to live this one down for a while, no doubt about it. You're just doing everything you need to be doing. You, you, you schedule it in. I, exactly. I love making cookies, so that's what I'm doing. But Good actually, I'm driving down, uh, I'm driving in traffic, but uh, I'll pull over. Well, I have this question. I have three pieces of property, and yes. one of them is this house that I bought, and I and I I put two thousand two hundred thousand down on this house, and it was this gorgeous house, and it's up by Snohomish, and it was a six hundred thousand, and so I owe four hundred on it. Well, I bought it twenty years ago, and I, I'm you know I'm a pretty poor person, but I was able to keep it. But it went into foreclosure because I got behind on a payment. Well, they said, "Well, if you don't pay it all, we're going to take the house back." Then it got to the we're going to we're going to put it on the courthouse steps next month. Well, I got a refi loan, and it, it's an Aquin loan. It's now it's now PFF or something. Yeah. Well, I made a deal with them with the devil, and I, I got this really toxic deal with it's got cancer in it. And so I agreed to pay a $50,000 balloon payment with a SAM. It's a SAM thing. Have you ever heard of a SAM loan? I, I don't know. I don't know that. No, I do not. Mm-mm. Well, I hadn't heard of it either. But So I said, okay, I'll pay a $50,000 because I, I have a, a family piece of property was going to sell so I could pay back the fifty grand. Well, that's fine now. So I called them up. I've got the money. They said, oh, well, since it's been so long. The SAM loan actually means it's not fifty grand anymore. 
It's more like a hundred and some grand because oh boy, it increases when your when your property increases. Wow! So, so I got this toxic, terrible loan. I said I'll call you back later, and so I, I was thinking about maybe passing it by a lawyer to see if I if I actually have to do all they say because I'd like to refi it and you know after all these years and get a different loan going without that you know fifty thousand. Now they want like a hundred and twenty thousand. Which well, yeah, I, have. I think I can yeah, pay them. Okay, yeah, but I wouldn't go pay them without legal advice. No, I mean, I think in this case, I, I, I'm not familiar with that. It sounds like some sort of note that appreciates with the value. Not familiar with that sort of mortgage uh, lending. Well, it was um, a Fannie Mae, a Freddie okay. Mac, and then they sold it to yeah. Aquin. So it's all a bunch of banksters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think. And what's what's the what's it all worth today? Well, that's the thing. It's I bought it at six. Six hundred thousand. Now it's worth over a million. It's yeah, a gorgeous I mean, house. So it's, I, go. I'm still doing really good, and I didn't lose it on the courthouse steps. And so I was hanging in there. And so I'm just going to go talk to a lawyer. But I was just seeing if you'd ever heard of a Sam. No, I've and never I heard was of it. Thinking if mm-hmm. I just wait. You were talking earlier, and you said if you just wait, the economy is going to go back down again. My million dollar house might not be a million dollars in a couple of years, and then I could refi it maybe and pay him. Whatever the you know the balloon payment is then. Yeah, no, I mean, well, again, if it's worth a million today, and you owe, you owe what is it? Uh, what'd you say, four hundred still on it plus the other note? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it'd still be worth figuring out how to finance that properly because you have a lot of. Uh, yeah, you have a lot of equity in that home. So I would be looking at all those things. And and by the way, when I said the economy is going, I didn't say it's going to go down. I said it's, this is what the pundits believe. No one knows what the economy is going. We may get the proverbial soft landing. Number And number two, real estate has already, to some extent, gone down already here the last six or seven months. So it may have sort of leveled. There's many people that think it will go up as down next year. So there's no, the future is uncertain. I think if it's a property that where you have equity in it, and it's reasonable to figure out a method to sort of, you know, keep it and uh, and 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 harness that equity at some point. Then I think that makes total sense. I don't. Again, I'm not familiar specifically with that type of that type of note, um, but I would I would be spending time to find out about all that and see what your options are. Absolutely. I have a lot of options, but you know, as far as the economy goes, if your fish is starting to smell bad. And the Chinese say your fish is starting to stink. You can smell it coming. <laughs> I've been through the, the depressions before, and it, yeah. it, everything is you know. There's always going to be rich people. There's always going to be poor people. But it's the real estate market that's just been jacking around. Yeah, no, I mean you're 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 right, and and these things do go in cycles, Jen. And thank you for your call. Yeah, I mean again. We should all be properly positioned, really, frankly, for whatever is coming next, because I don't know that. Janet doesn't know that. The Chinese don't know it. The fish don't know it. Nobody knows what's coming next. You should have your finances in order for good, bad, ugly, whatever, whatever might be just around the corner. So uh, so make sure you are. 855-935-8255, 855-935-TALK. As we continue live, that's right, Christmas Eve 2022 here on Talking Real Money. Your real life and real future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Welcome back to Talking Real Money. Just realized the whole gang's here in 90 minutes. I got to get the show done in 
start doing what everybody else is telling me to do. But we got time still to chat, 855-935-8255. And let's go back to the telephones. Cameron now joins us on Talking Roll Money. Hi, Cameron. Uh, hey, Tom. Hey, um, uh, thanks for taking my call and being live today. Not a rerun. Yeah, I was uh, talking with my banker this week, and he was telling me about uh, uh, tax harvesting and was recommending it. And I was wondering if I could hear from you more about that. Yeah, no, I like tax loss harvesting in the right circumstance. So, again, this is a year with losses in both stocks and bonds and mutual funds that hold those assets, right? I mean, things are down. I just looked today before the show. I think not including yesterday, globally diversified stock portfolios lost about 12.5%. The S&P 500 is down about 18 So in a taxable account, this only applies to regular brokerage taxable accounts, not IRAs or Roth or anything rest. What you can do is you can sell things that have gone down and you take a loss that you can either use this year against other things that have gains. If you sold property, if you um, uh, sold some other business, something like that, or you can carry forward those losses at $3,000 a year against income. So, Yes, tax loss harvesting, but again, it has to be considered carefully both for each individual. Um, the other part is you have to do this right. In other words, you can't turn around the next day and then buy those same funds back. The wash sale rule says you got to buy something that's different than what you previously owned. So there's an as- a little bit of uh, aspect of sophistication here, Cameron, that you want to pay attention to because you don't want to make a mistake. That could be expensive, but... In a general sense, yeah, tax loss harvesting, any good advisor should be looking at your account and saying, hey, you can harvest some of these losses. We can use them into the future against other things where gains you're going to realize. So, um, yeah, I think that the, I think that makes sense. Does that help? Yeah, he says that uh, their system would go through line by line and see what has a loss to it, sell it, and then buy something similar, and then wait 30 days, and then buy by what we had back. Yeah, I mean, an advisor will be smart enough to know what is, you know, different enough so that you won't run into any issues with our friends at the Internal Revenue Service about breaking the wash sale rule. So, yeah, Yeah. this is something, again, that, that, yeah, I think it makes sense. He's right, line by line. Um, Not everything has as big a loss as other. In fact, uh, the S&P 500 that I just mentioned is down about 18, but... Small U.S. Uh, firms that are considered value are only down about 4%. So not everything is taking as big a hit. Bonds, intermediate-term bond fund down about 11.5%. So there's some variance there. And uh, in, a, in a general sense, yeah, harvesting tax losses uh, makes sense. Um, carrying some of them forward can make sense. It's a situation that an individual needs to look at it in a general sense. I can't just give everybody one specific piece of advice that applies to all. Okay, well, that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds pretty consistent with what he was talking about. Yeah, I think I think it's good stuff. And Cameron, thank you for uh, for listening and calling. I do want to mention. I I thought about mentioning this earlier, but um, in. I think it's, wow, that's like two months from tomorrow, right? Yeah, because tomorrow's the 25th. The 25th of February, uh, 2023, we're going to be doing Retire Meet. I think this is the ninth year in a row. Um, we do it live in Bellevue, and we also do it online. Now, the online versions become more popular for the last few years, 
because you can sit around in your pajamas and uh, crack wise at Tom and Don and not have to come to Bellevue. Now, I think it's more fun to come to Bellevue because you get to meet everyone who participates. We get some wonderful uh, – Paul Lupescu from Dimensional Funds, Paul Merriman. Uh, we've got people talking about a variety of topics uh, from long-term care to uh, tax planning, uh, charitable giving. And, again, it's in person a very reasonable charge because we had to charge you something because the food costs something. But online, it's free. If you just go to retiremeet, that's M-E-E-T dot com, retiremeet dot com, you can register right now. Get that done. We have a very limited number of in-person tickets because the online's become more popular. We'll be right back with more here on Talking Real Money. Tom and Don are talking real money. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Welcome back to Talking Real Money. Tom Cock here, Don McDonald with the day off. And yeah, we are live December 24th. And as a program reminder, Don will be handling the show on his own next Saturday. I'll be out of town celebrating my son's wedding. So, wow, a lot, lot happening still before the year is done here. And again, our telephone number, 855-935-8255, 855-935-8255. Talk. If you call today, you get a free Talking Real Money T-shirt, which we will send you. It will not be there in time for Christmas, though, so don't get your hopes up. Uh, but Pat took the time to call and uh, now joins us here on the Talking Real Money. Hi, Pat. Hi, Tom. Thank you for coming in to work today. <laughs> My absolute pleasure. As I say, uh, I enjoy doing this. I'm going to pay a price. I sense is when the show is over because I'm going to get faced with all the things I should have been doing, but. Hey, that's the way it goes sometimes. Well, I wanted to add a quick comment about Retire Meet, that when you go in person to Retire Meet, as I did last year, there's very interesting people sitting near you that are interesting to talk to. Oh, that is very kind. Yeah, no, I mean, I love doing this. Is, and just for a little background, you may know this, Pat, but this was Don's baby, Don's idea. And uh, I, I th when he came up with it, I said, no, that's nuts. People will never come out. They'll never spend six hours listening to all these people. They're just not going to do it. And we have sold it out every single year um, with 400 people. Now, this year, 2023, we're only doing 200 because mm. of uh, it just seems like there's fewer people that want to come out. We've done more uh, events online. So we're only going to do 200 in person. And then we're gonna, we'll end up with a couple thousand people that listen or watch, pardon me, online. But uh, thank you for that kind comment. Yeah, you do get to – I, I just love the environment, uh, the whole thing. It's it's a great fun for me to meet with so many of you there in person. Again, that is Saturday, February 25th, 2023. But go ahead, Pat. Okay, so my question is about um, QC, QCDs, the Qualified yeah. Charitable Distribution. Correct. Um, I'm only 68 now, so I'm just thinking in the future. I've been moving my, uh, I have a, an IRA that I've been moving over into a Roth IRA, and I'll be finishing that next year. But I have a thrift savings plan, and all that is going to be, you know, I'm going to have RMDs on that when I'm 72. And I've been keeping this QCD thing in my back pocket just to, you know, in case I don't need the money and and don't want to have to take out so much that it's going to increase my Medicare payments. Yeah, facing Irma, yeah. 
Yeah. I heard something a couple weeks ago that said that you can't do QCDs from anything other than a regular IRA. They said the like it it sounded like I the thrift savings plan, I can't do a QCD from it. You know, I don't know that for sure, but here's the reason I believe that. Is it because it, there's some extra work that goes into that by the custodian? In other words, they have to cut the checks. Uh, I think today they send the checks to you to send to the charity. And generally, retirement plans don't want to sign themselves up for that kind of work. And by the way, just for the record, with the passing of Secure, the Secure Act 2.0, which I think the president either signed today or is going to sign today or soon, um, you will not have to take a required minimum distribution until age 73. So you get one more year that you can wait on taking that out. Um, so here's an idea. You could, I believe, move some of the money uh, from time to time from the uh, thrift savings plan, which is a good plan, into an IRA. And then from that IRA, you could make the, uh, the, the qualified charitable distributions, the QCDs from there. And that's what I was thinking I would be able to do. And I yeah. thought, I'm not sure if I'll be able to do that. So uh, that's perfect. That's what I'm... Yeah, there's... It, the idea... I mean, remember, a retirement plan in a general sense is designed for people that are working there in a general sense. I know people leave these behind from time to time. But, you know, for me, it adds a layer of complexity. And it's also harder to get at your money than it is in an IRA. In an IRA... You can go to the custodian and they can cut you a check, make a distribution, do whatever you like with it very quickly. A lot more cumbersome with employer plans. And this is, again, why when people retire off and say, yeah, that TSP is a good plan. It's got low cost, decent, but I'd still move it to an IRA and, and manage it in a way that I can get my money more than that. Pat, we look hope to see you in February. Thanks for joining us. We'll be right back with more. talking real money. In medicine? A second opinion might save your life. With investing, a second opinion might save your future. The trick is getting one without a high-pressure sales pitch. Well, I'm Don McDonald, and if you've been listening to Talking Real Money, you know that our goal is to help everyone create a brighter future by investing and managing money better. That's why, in addition to helping everyone on our show and podcast, we are also committed to making our 100% fiduciary advisors at Appella available to help everyone make the best financial decisions based on science. So if you're being pitched a financial product or a system, make sure you get a second opinion with no cost, no obligation, and no annoying sales pitch by going to TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. That's 800-386-3004 or TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Just remembered I got to run upstairs and get the... Uh the tacky green shirt and red vest you know i only wear it once a year and uh, people say why are you wearing that i said because it's like the holiday christmas thing you wear it once a year so i either got to throw it away or wear it and i'm gonna wear it i don't care what they say uh thank you for joining me here on talking real money yes we're live december 24th don will be live next week the 31st and i will not but um we're here today, so let's answer some questions. Those callers, uh, if you call, you get a free Talking Real Money t-shirt valued at 
Well, just I can't even come up with a value. It's so high. But uh, Casey will be among those who gets one and now joins us on the program. Hi, Casey. Hi. Um, I have listened passively for a while, um, but I thought today was a good day. I'm out, I'm out about doing errands and such, and I thought I would call with a couple questions I have for you. Hit it. So I have two separate um, retirement accounts from two separate jobs that I have worked um, in the past. I have a, a regular IRA and a Roth IRA um, with each of them. Now, obviously, I know that I need to roll them together, but um, I currently am like a, um, what is it called, like a contracted employee. I do I do Instacart and other delivery um, services. So I don't have that as an option to have it automatically taken out of my um, pay. So I'm wondering where should I put um, this money that I have? Obviously, they've lost quite a bit. It kills me every time I get my statements to look at them um, because there's nothing going in and just with the stock market the way that it is, it's just leaving. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of wondering, like, I know I need to roll them together, but I need to have a, a company or a service that I can open up a new account with in order to roll them in together. Where would you suggest and how would you suggest that I do that? Well, yeah, I mean, this is this comes up a lot because people have retirement plans they sort of orphaned or left behind. So in my mind, right. one, there are several places you could have as a custodian. My favorite, uh, because I've worked with them for so very long, is Charles Schwab. So you would simply go to Charles Schwab and open an IRA. It sounds like you have money in post-tax Roth as well. So you'd open an IRA and then a Roth IRA. Charles Schwab will then work with you to roll both of those plans into your new accounts there. And then as you work, uh, you could make contributions to the IRA or to the Roth, depending on your income, on your own. So you don't need to have an employer plan to make those contributions. They're not the only ones. You could do this at Vanguard. You could do it at Fidelity. I'm a little biased because I think Schwab... Uh, allows it, the, the supermarket is very large. There's basically any fund you want. Um, you can basically buy them now for nothing. And uh, when you start getting into like having the money at Vanguard, well, sometimes Vanguard charges you to buy a Fidelity fund. It, it makes it uncomfortable for me. So I kind of like the, the aspect of you can get anything you like. You can get it very inexpensively. Uh, again, uh, no cost, no commissions at Schwab. And they do a very, very good job of this. Okay, I think one of my um, previous employers, I think their uh, retirement account is through Charles Schwab already. Do I need to um, contact them to have that separated, essentially, from my um, employee account? Yeah, well, no, here's the thing. Here's the good news. Again, all of this can be done with the – if you called Schwab or went online – and set up an IRA at Schwab and a Roth IRA at Schwab, which could be done very quickly, very simply, and take not much time. Then once those accounts are open, they're going to say, where's the money coming from? And they'll help you move it from various plans into your new accounts. So you can do very little work 
obviously because they know that with the once the money's there, they profit from the idea that you're you're custodying, if you will, at their uh, at, at their location. So they'll do the heavy lifting for you. Again, you could simply open the IRA and the Roth, and they'll figure out how to move the money over. Okay. Now my my other question is um, my husband's grandfather um, is almost ninety. Um, and I think in his will, we stand to inherit um, a quarter of his estate. And it's a pretty substantial estate. Um, we, we will receive first right to buy the home that he lives in now because my husband wants to purchase it. Um, we have, I think, a, like 145000 is what we owe on the home that we live in now. Um, and we will, we will essentially receive, um, first right to buy less 10% of the market value of the property. Um, and then he also is, I'm not sure exactly how much of the, um, estate that will be. So whether we can, you know, have that as our, as our, you know, third or not, or quarter rather, I'm sorry, or not, um, remains unclear because we haven't gotten into like exact numbers with grandpa yet. Um, but I told my husband, I think that we should maintain, um, the home that we live in now and also the house that we would like to buy grandfather's house. Um, what would you, what would be the best way for us to kind of manage these, you know, and, and make it so that like, I'm not sure what like estate tax is going to be like or anything like that. Well, you shouldn't pay any advice. Yeah. I mean, uh, first of all, when you inherit property, the property will be given a new cost basis at, as to the time that the, your grandfather passes away. So in other words, if the home is worth $1 million as of the date of death, then that's what, so the, so that would be the new cost basis. So there really wouldn't be any tax per se. Estates in the great state of Washington are taxed generally over $2 million in value. So that's something to consider. Uh, federally, they're like $11 million is the exemption. So there may be some legal work to be done there to make sure that, that you don't pay a lot of money. The estate doesn't pay a lot of money. That wouldn't be your responsibility. That would be the estate's responsibility. In terms of the other part, it sounds it's a little confusing. I want to see if I can get to, well, I guess we're not going to get to one more call. But um, in terms of sort of the management of real estate, owning more than one property, I mean, always our advice is own it for the right reasons. Realize that uh, it may make money. It may not make money. If you're going to manage it for as a rental property or whatever you're going to do there, uh, realize that it's a business and that uh, that it will take time and energy. Uh, that, again, it's not just as simple as inheriting something and now we have this new income. People have a tendency to overlook the aspect of the work involved, the expense, and, frankly, the commitment. So, Something to think about there, Casey, and thank you for your call. Sorry, John and Francis, we're not going to get your calls, but we'll still send you a T-shirt. Not a problem there. And we'll be back with more here on Talking Real Money in just a moment. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 
Hey, I want to pass along a message here from uh, Don and myself and, and say that, that here at the end of the year, we're, we're truly grateful. Really, we are. Uh, the, the show, the podcast, all of these things have grown in a way, frankly, that beyond what we'd expected. Our company has grown in ways that we beyond what we expected. The people that listen to us and trust us. We're, we really appreciate it. We we do, and 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 we're here's the other part. We're committed to uh, to continuing to provide honest, straightforward advice that helps you, and not do it in a salesy way or a pushy way. So thank you, truly thank you. We're grateful for all that. Here in the holiday season, we tend to think about those things more, and I know I do, and I know Don does as well. So take advantage of all the goodies at talkingrealmoney.com. You have yourself a great holiday and a happy new year. You realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap. The preceding program was paid for by Appella Wealth and does not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of news radio management or staff. Do me a favor. Grab your latest investment statements if you know where they are. How many do you have? A lot? How many different investments are in each statement? A bunch? Do you own individual stocks, bonds, sector funds, and stuff you don't understand? Yeah, I thought so. I'm Don McDonald, and I'm pretty sure you have a case of hodgepodgeitis. But don't worry, it's not terminal and can be cured. But it takes three things, a bit of time, some fiduciary guidance, and a plan. There's a problem, though. Most financial advisors can't or won't provide any of those. That's where we come in. Tom and I will provide you the help you need to overcome hodgepodgeitis in a free, no-obligation meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. So scan or take a picture of all those pages you gathered, then go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on Meet an Advisor, and set up a free appointment online or by phone when it's convenient for you. Let us sort through the mess and help you get started on a better, simpler future plan. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004.